Wonderful Wizarding World of Oz by Ian Smith. Chapter 1, The Tornado. Dorothy lived in the midst of the great Kansas prairies of the just-okay Kansas state, with her Uncle Henry, a farmer, and her Aunt Em, a farmer as well. Their house was small, for the lumber had to be carried many miles, as Kansas is no place for humans to live, and was but a single room with a cook stove, table, chairs, an old filing cabinet no one's sure how to get rid of since the garbage truck won't take it, and two beds. There was also a trap door in the middle of the floor with a ladder leading down into a dark hole known as a cyclone cellar, where the family could go in the event of a great tornado. When Dorothy stood in the doorway of the house and looked about, she could see nothing but gray prairie in all directions baked in the stale, dry heat, with not a tree nor house around to break the horizon. Annie Am, why do you and Uncle Henry live in such a decrepit shithole? Surely you must have realized there's a reason no one lives in Kansas. I mean, there's tornadoes all the time, as if telling people to keep away. I don't know, Dorothy. This whole story's an allegory for bimetallism. Now go help your uncle milk the cows in the barn and take your little dog, too. You know Toto can't go near those cows. They'll stomp him to death. Isn't that right, boy? That's right. I'm raying out here like it's rice and rafe. Rikes! Toto leapt into Dorothy's arms like a baby at the sight of a small snake in such a way that if a small studio audience had been present, they would have laughed lightly. Now, Dorothy, you know your uncle needs help. Isn't that why there's farm hands? I suppose you're right. Here come those lazy good-for-nothings now. From the barn came three scrawny men lugging a single hay bale, staggering back and forth, each pulling in their own direction. There was Moe, a farmer and the leader of the three, Larry, a farmer known by his curly hair, and Curly, a farmer and the most likely to die in his 40s. Easy, wise guys. We're taking the hay this way, remember? Nuh-uh, we's going this ways with it. I thought we were supposed to take it over there with the other hay. Other hay? That's a horse, you nitwit. Ow! He's talking to hay the horses eatings. I know that. You don't think I know that? Ow, right, that's enough out of the two years. Let's put this hay down for a second and figure this out. Oh, right on our toes. That'll leave a mark. You boys know where you're going with that hay? Sure we do, man. We're just taking a break is all. Yeah, we're just taking a... Ooh, who left this rake lying around? Uh, that might have been me. Oh. Dorothy, why don't you and Toto take that hay over to the hay hole like those boys were supposed to while they sort themselves out? But I don't want to be a farmer, Annie Am. You can't make me. Toto and I, we have big dreams, don't we, boy? That's right. Real riverines. And, and we're going to run away, far away, and solve mysteries from a van. It'll always be a real estate developer behind things, won't it, Toto? It's very romeraic. Oh, you two won't be solving any mysteries if I have my say in it. Almira Gulch. Almira Gulch, a farmer and wealthy landowner, strolled down the gravel drive from her car and right the fuck up to Aunt Em and Dorothy clutching a regular piece of paper. Almira, you don't got no business on this property. Oh, I think I do. You see, I told the sheriff that little dog bit me. And now I have an order to seize the dog to be put down. Almira holds out her paper to show it was no regular paper at all but a warrant for dognappery signed by Sheriff Marshall, a farmer and county sheriff, and co-signed by Marshall Sheriff, a farmer and federal marshal. Toto didn't bite anyone. It's a lie, isn't it, Toto? Rofrey friends. See, you can't take him. I can and I will. Is that really how that works? You can just say it happened and then legally steal <coughs> someone's dog? Hey, Toto! he's getting away. Toto, wait for me. I know a bad guy who will cut us a deal. Now look what you've done. Who's going to fill my hay hole? Ew. What the? Is that a tornado? Tornado? I gotta get inside. Hey, you stooges, grab Henry from the barn and get into the cyclone cellar. Consider it done, man. All right, you two. Grab Henry and meet me in the cellar. Hey, why do I gotta do it? Good question. I'll go ask him. No, no, no. I get no respect. No respect. Oh, oh, another lake. Elmira sped home to beat the tornado, content with returning another day for Toto, whom Dorothy was finally able to catch. There you are, Toto. Don't run off like that. You'll need me to drive. 
Now look at what you've done, Toto. We're gonna die for sure, being stranded in this field out in the open. Oh dear, it's getting closer. Don't worry, Rosie. We can make it back. Rural Rust before. Dorothy and Toto were plucked up by the tornado and lifted high above the ground. So high that Aunt Em's farmhouse now looked like a farmhouse, but very far away. The tornado carried the pair far and wide, but mostly far. So far, in fact, that Dorothy no longer recognized the land, as the grass was no longer gray, but a lively green, with meadows of colorful flowers and vibrant houses of purple in the north, yellow in the west, red in the south, and blue in the east. And at the very center of these lands, which itself was surrounded entirely by desert, was a city of emerald, great and terrible in its size. Why, you'll pinch my nipples and call it a surprise. I don't think we're in or around Kansas anymore, Toto. Where are we? I don't like this. Don't worry, Toto. I'm sure this tornado will put us down eventually in a gentle, safe manner of sorts. was rough. You got that right, Toto. I feel like I could have crushed someone to death with how that tornado plopped us down. Jinkies, Toto. I think I did crush someone to death. Roro, there's blood everywhere. Oh, Toto. Now what'll we do? We? Run, gritting out of here. The fuck you are? We're in this together. Now help me clean up. But at this moment, Dorothy spotted amongst the stately trees bearing rich and luscious fruit and the banks of gorgeous flowers along a rushing and sparkling brook, a group coming towards her of the oddest people she'd ever seen. Three of them were neither small nor tall, but Dorothy's size, who was a well-grown child of her age, whichever that is. They wore round blue hats that rose to a point and blue clothes with well-polished boots and came with a look of curiosity on their faces. The fourth was as tall as an adult to Dorothy, and had hair as bright white as her gown and hat. But she was old and wrinkled, though. What's going on out here? said the one in white. Who are you? Have you seen a witch around here? That dog's awfully quiet. What's his story? Well, I'm Dorothy, and this is my dog, Toto. We just fell out of a great tornado that took us all the way here from Kansas. Is that blood on your hands? It is blood. I've seen it before. Where'd you get all that blood from, lady? Yeah, share it with us. Oh, this? Well, uh, you see... Is that the Wicked Witch of the East? No, that that's my dog. You just talked about him. I'm right here, asshole. No, the dead body. It's her. She's dead. The Wicked Witch of the East is dead. How could this be? I thought witches like me couldn't die. You're a witch, too? And a farmer. But I'm a good witch, you see, which is why I wear white. I can see you're good as well by the white polka dots on your blue dress. But your dog... Toto? What's wrong with me? Your fur. Is it bad? It's not good. I'm afraid he's right. Bad dog. Hi, Donkey Toto! Then tell me what happened. Did you kill the evil witch who's enslaved the munchkins all these years? Who? Yo. Oh, I don't know. I she said no. Then the killer must have struck again. Row, ruler, row, row. That's the nightmare this month. We're going to start panicking. Don't panic. I know what to do, said the white witch in a voice that was her own. We'll send Dorothy up to see the great wizard Oz in the Emerald City and ask for his help in the investigation. We know Dorothy didn't commit this murder, so we can trust her with the errand. But she read. She ran right round to her and reeled her. What did he say? Nothing. Don't mind him. He's a bad dog, remember? Oh, that's right. Hey. But I don't want to see any wizard. I want to go home to Kansas. Perhaps you can ask him to help you get home when you go to see him. Well, I, I suppose I've got nothing to lose. But I'm afraid. I don't know the way. It's easy. Just follow the brick road. Rorolo Road? Precisely. It'll lead you right to the Emerald City in the center of the Land of Oz. Oh, where does the red one go? Oh, don't follow that one. It'll take you to Wonka's factory. All right, then. 
I'll find this wizard and ask him to help you and me with no favor in return. Good. I'm very worried now that I know I can die too. And here. The witch knelt down and removed the silver crocs from the corpse. Wear these shoes so you're at least presentable when you see Oz. And good luck on your journey. She knelt back down and felt through the corpse's pockets, taking a few crumpled bills and yanked free a gold tooth, leaving them without another word. Well, is anyone going to sing or or dance or anything before we go? Sing or dance? Bruno, because you're re now from the riches of resin? Who would sing or dance? Well, I don't know. Maybe a lollipop guild or something. A lollipop guild? The fuck you talking about? I guess the one workers union could dance. It's fine. I, I just figured that might be a thing you do here. Is it a thing you do in Kansas? No, but... So shut up. We don't do it either. Okay, then. I'll just follow this yellow brick road with Toto without a song or dance. You coming, Toto? Right behind you. Can you believe that shit? Is anyone gonna sing or dance? Who does that? I mean, really, what? What? Good rins, dumb bitch. Dorothy and Toto walked for several miles before they thought they'd stop and rest in a cornfield on the side of the road, with a single scarecrow perched high up on a pole, wearing an old blue hat on its burlap sack head with painted eyes and mouth and faded blue clothes and bits of straw sticking out from every opening. The pair climbed the fence and sat under the scarecrow's shade, wondering how much further they'd have to travel. <sighs> what are you thinking about, Toto? How much farther we have to travel to the Remworld Ready? Hmm, me too. Well, it's a lot quicker to get there if you go this way. Dorothy looked up to see the scarecrow was now pointing in the direction of the Emerald City in the distance. Toto did not look up, since dogs can't. What was that? Oh, I think the Scarecrow just talked. Rikes, the Scarecrow, I'm getting away from here. Yeah, if you want to get away from me, I'd recommend that way. The Scarecrow dropped the arm gesturing towards the capital and thrust its other arm back towards the danceless, songless Munchkin's town. What is going on up there? It's the Scarecrow. Right. Shut up, Toto. It's the Scarecrow. Its other arm moved now. It's possessed. Write it on fire. Good idea, Toto. Uh, hey, don't do that. I'm not possessed. You're not? Then how are you rocking? How are you talking? You're a dog. Rick's want to roll around. That's enough out of you two. Are you sure this road directly to the Emerald City is the quickest way to get there? I'm sure as... Ah, uh, jeez said the Scarecrow, scratching his head sack with the finger of a glove overflowing with hay. Yeah, I don't know anymore. How can you not know? Uh, well, you see, I don't got a brain. It's all hay up there and hay down there, and I don't know what to do. Toto and I are on our way to see the Wizard of Oz in the Emerald City to see if he'll solve a string of murders and send me back to Kansas. Maybe you can come with and, and see if he'll give you a brain. War Arenas. The Wizard of Oz? What's his name? Oz. No, the land is Oz. What's the guy's name? I think he's Oz as well. He's the Wizard of Oz and his name is Oz? That's right. That makes no sense to me, but maybe that's because I don't have a brain. <laughs> but okay, I'll join you on your journey. First, you'll have to help me get down from here. This pool's up my keister has got me stuck, you see. I do see. There's also a string of beads. Would you like me to pull those out as well? Leave them. Just take me off this pool already. There. Freedom at last. You know, you try something like that in college with an exchange student one time, and you start to think... We don't have to talk about rap. All right, well, are you both ready to go see this wizard? I guess. You're not going to do a song or dance first? A song or dance? Erupting about having a brain? No. The fuck's the matter if you two? Let's just go. Some dance, these people. Jeez, Toto, people around here sure don't like singing and dancing on command. You got that right. <laughs> Dorothy, Toto, the Scarecrow, and his beads continued the journey to the Emerald City to make their demands of the great and powerful Oz, when after a while, Dorothy began to grow quite thirsty. We need to go and search for water. Let's look for a stream nearby. Why do we need to do that? 
I need to clean my face and have something to drink. Rend, I want to smell like a red rod. It must be inconvenient to be made out of flesh. <coughs> what was that, Royce? Where did it come from? <coughs> it's rumming from over rare. I see it, Toto. It's the man made of a tin-like material. A zinc or something of the kind. <coughs> I'm the most peculiar looking man Dorothy had ever seen, and third most for Toto. Before them, in a wooded clearing, was a man made entirely of scrap metal to resemble a person frozen mid-swing of his axe with rust. What did he say? Look, there's an oil can on the ground next to him. Maybe if we oil his joints, he can move and talk. Was that our royal works? Well, I don't know. What else would we do? I'm going to try it, and if it doesn't work, we'll just leave him for dead. The scarecrow grabbed the oil can, lathered the metal man until his tender tin muscles glistened in the sunlight. He dug his hands in deep and rubbed oil over every inch of the man with his rough hay hands. Not a crack nor crevice on this man's cold, hard body didn't get a sloppy, wet hand of oil all over, until neither could hardly take it. <sighs> you like that? The scarecrow whispered where an ear would be. Fuck yeah, I do. Are you two all right? Mind your business! I can say I'm all right now, thanks to you lot. If you hadn't come my way, I might have been rusted that way for years. How long had you been like that? Since this morning, the neighbor kid who lives over the hill there keeps walking onto my property. I was going to fix the problem with my axe when he threw a bucket of water on me and I rusted still ever since. That's awful. You're telling me I almost had him too, but six-year-olds are quicker than you'd think. I don't think... That's why I'm going to see the wizard in the Emerald City about getting a brain. Yes, we're all on our way to see the Wizard of Oz, and I'm going to ask him to return me home to Kansas. Rand investigate the Rutskin murders. Maybe you could come with us and ask him for a body that won't rust. Or for Rand Rhines. Or you could ask him for a heart. Hmm, I like the dog's idea. Landmines would keep that neighbor boy away, I bet. Okay, I'll come with you. Which is a good thing, too. These woods can be dangerous. There's lions, bangles, and bears, and 49ers. Oh, my. But don't worry. My axe will take care of anything we come across. Let's hope we come across that kid, then. Then you can get something else from the wizard. I suppose there's no point in asking if you're gonna do a song and dance for us. I mean, I was, but... Now it, it just feels like a, a thing. It's quite all right. You can do it if you want. Uh, I don't want to now. It's provoked. Right, right to read. It. It's got to be organic. The moment's passed. I don't know. Uh, let's just go. These two are weird about singing and dancing. Really? That's fucked up. It was. The three travelers and their little dog, too, marched through the thick woods. The road still paved with yellow bricks, but much of it covered here by dried branches and fallen leaves. How much rarer there is it, Rao? Fuck if I know, Toto. And I don't know anything. My father went there once when I was a boy. He said it was a long journey through a dangerous country, but near the Emerald City is quite beautiful. That doesn't help at all. There were few birds in this part of the woods, for birds like open country and closed borders. But now and then came a deep growl from some wild animal hidden among the trees. <laughs> So, you weren't always like this, Tin Man? No, I used to be like my favorite Amanda Bynes movie, except I was the man. I was in love with this munchkin girl who promised that if I could build us a house, she would marry me. She didn't want to help? She was very lazy, but not as lazy as her mother, whom she lived with and asked the Wicked Witch of the East to prevent our wedding. So, one day, as I was chopping wood to build a house... My axe slipped, and I cut off my leg. Was that because the rich put a verse on your axe? No, the witch didn't put a curse on my axe. It was unrelated. But a tinsmith 
who was also a farmer, was able to fashion me a new leg. Then another when I chopped off the other leg. Then went my left arm. Then, when sepsis took the rest of me, the tinsmith made this body, and he was executed for practicing medicine without a license. That's the way I want to go. Roinks, it like it's getting closer. Get ready, Tin Man. And just as the scarecrow spoke, came a terrible roar. Roar! And a great lion bounded into the road ahead of them, fists up, ready to deliver a walloping. Roinks! All right, put him up, put him up. I'll take on the lot of you at once. I'll take you with one paw tied behind me. Oh my fuck! Shit, my arm! Why did you do that? Take that, lion. You son of a bitch! You axed my arm! He's still alive! Hit him again! This'll teach you to throw water on me! No, no, please, please, let me live. What a roward. Why should we let you live? You tried to jump out and scare us. Yeah, scaring's my job, said the Scarecrow, in case you've forgotten who's who. I know, I know. I was just trying to be courageous, but your, your dog's right. I'm nothing more than a coward. And now you're gonna lay there and die like a coward. Come along, gang. The Emerald City can't be much farther now. Rank Rod. My rods are rod. Wait, no, 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 no. Don't leave me out here. Take me with you. I need a doctor. And why would we? A cowardly lion is no good to anyone. Please! I know, I know a shortcut. Yeah, that's right. I could get you there faster. I I won't even ask you why you're going to the Emerald City. To see Oz. The land? The wizard. That's right. We're going to demand he investigate a string of murders. I had nothing to do with Ren, Renders home to Renzes. And give me a brain. And me, landmines. I could get you there faster so you all can get what you want. Just please don't leave me. All right. I suppose you can come with us. Thank you, sweet, sweet girl. Thank you, kind, sweet girl. Such mercy you've shown me here. I will speak of your kind heartedness forever and ever. Amen. But only if you sing and dance for us first. What? What? Ring and rance. We've been waiting all day for us. Now, Mr. Lion, or else... See, I told you they're both weird about singing and dancing. It must be a Kansas thing. Okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it. Uh, 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 I, I, I said certified freak, seven days a week. Wait, it's pussy, make that polar game. <laughs> oh boy, I don't feel good. The lion's twerking was cut short by a woozy stumble, possibly because of the amount of blood that had gushed from the open axe wound on his arm, but more likely a simple coward's tactic. I guess that's good enough for now. All right, Lion, you can join us on our travels, but you better not go and bleed everywhere. Oh, thank you, sweet child. I will show you the shortcut just up ahead. Here. The Scarecrow pulled out a hay fist full of hay and stuffed it into the Lion's open wound. <laughs> that should keep you plugged. The Lion limped ahead of Dorothy, Toto, the Scarecrow, and the Tin Man toward the Emerald City never veering from the road of yellow brick until the very end when he pointed them over the grass instead of taking the final winding curve. That was hardly a shortcut. It counts. It's faster. I should kill you now. Ruiz. Stop! You'll make a mess. I'm sure they have a butcher inside with a nice setup for slaughtering animals. We'll just have to go in and find out. Knocked the knockers, Dorothy knocked hanging from grand, intricate, emerald green doors to the city. After a moment, a panel in one of the door designs was moved and a face appeared in its place. This face had all the expected tells, eyes, eyebrows, a nose, nose brows, and even a mouth which made noises like, Who knocks? That was loud. It echoes in here. Well, that was me, kind sir. We're weary travelers who've wandered through Oz to see Oz. The land and the wizard. Respectively. Huh. What is it you wish to see Oz about? The wizard, I mean. Where's a real realer? And I want to go home to Kansas. And the brain for me. Anything at this point that'll teach that little twerp what real pain is. And I need help. These people are trying to kill me. Shut up, you. Oh, don't hurt me. Uh, very well. Come inside and follow me. No one laughed at the doorman having said come inside as they were too mesmerized by the sight of a magnificent sparkling city of emerald. 
They followed him in his tidy green suit and hat past many people, men, women, children, all in green clothes themselves, scurrying about the pavement of green marble, their wondering eyes staring at Dorothy and her posse. Are we going to pass the hospital? No, your hay's working fine. Quit complaining. Green shops along the green street had green window panes, and Dorothy saw everything inside was green. Green candy, green socks, green beans, green day. Awful lot of green around here. It's St. Patrick's Day. Here we are, the Palace of Oz, directly in the middle of the Emerald City. That's more than we needed to know, but thank you, kind doorman. The doorman and farmer gave Dorothy a nod and returned to his post as the group of travelers entered the palace. They stood in marvel for a moment at the grand throne room before them with the green pillars and statues, and at the far end of the long chamber was a great emerald throne, which is what made it a throne room. They approached cautiously before jumping back at the sudden manifestation of a green floating head hovering over the throne with eyes, eyebrows, a nose, nosebrows, and even a mouth which made noises like, I am Oz, the wizard and farmer. Ah, I'm getting out of here! Reroll! Wait, wait, hold on a second. The floating head disappeared in an instant, just as a stand holding a curtain on the side of the room tipped over, (laughs) causing a loud, head-turning crash, turning heads in the process. Standing above it was an old man with a gross bald head and wrinkled face, struggling to lift the curtain stand back on its feet to hide the wall of dials, monitors, and levers of the computer at which he had sat. Oh, that's why I'm standing on it. Who are you? Me? I am Oz, wizard and farmer. You're not a fluting head? No, no, I just like messing with people. So what's up? Oh, cutting straight to it, I see. Yeah, I'm a wizard and a farmer. I get busy. You must be here for something. What do you want? Just tell me already. All right, then. Well, you see, my dog and I were brought here by a great coordinator, and now we're trying to get back home to Kansas. And is this the dog? No, that's a man made of tin. Ah, I see. Rhyme the rug. (laughs) Oh, I didn't like that voice. I hope he doesn't have a nephew. The munchkins are also being murdered, and they've sent me to ask you to investigate who's behind it. And I want a brain. A what? A brain. I want to think and feel and be alive. You're already talking, so you have to have something already. So I'll forget about that. What about you? A kid won't stay off my property. Hmm. And I suppose you'll want landmines then? Mm Mm-hmm. You got it. And what would you like, Mr. Lion? Why are you talking like that? Oh, I just figured you were weird. What is it you came to ask me for? I just need a doctor. The Tin Man attacked me. You had it coming. Well, there's already hay in your wound, so I'm not sure what more you'd get from a doctor. So to my tally, you all are asking for a return home to Kansas, me to investigate a series of murders, and you want a few landmines. Well, that sounds like that's all that's left. So will you help us? I will. Yay! Oh, goody. But with one condition. Oh! Shit! There are two evil witches who plague these lands, one in the east and one in the west. If you are able to find a way to get rid of both forever, I will use my magic to grant your wishes. Investigating murders doesn't take magic. Way I do does. So do we have a deal? Dorothy thought for a moment, yearning to return home to Aunt Em and the unfilled hayhole out back. She looked over her companions, not wanting to be stuck with them any longer than need be, and realized agreeing was her only choice. All right, Oz, we'll do it. Dorothy already ruled one of them. That's unproven. Look, I don't give a shit if you kill anyone. You could be the one killing those munchkins for all I care. Kill the rest. They mean nothing to me. What I do care about are those evil witches. Why don't you just kill them? You're supposed to be great and powerful, right? I'm busy, but I need them gone so they won't threaten my rule. You're halfway there. 
Finish off the last one and I will return you home and call a Belgian detective to look into things in Munchkinland. All right, we'll do it. It's still a ripoff. I don't get my wish. Cram it where you keep your beads. I'm literally dying here. And so, with this new agreement, Dorothy and her hit squad thanked the great wizard and farmer for his kindness and left the Emerald City, headed west, towards the west, where the Wicked Witch of the West, they learned from Oz, had enslaved the inhabitants, called Winkies, which they all laughed about and even recalled the come-inside bit from earlier. Dorothy knew the journey ahead would be a difficult one, but with her companions doing most of the legwork, she knew there was no obstacle they couldn't overcome. End chapter one. What do we really know about Dan Raymond? Liar, cheater, murderer. These are all words that could be used to describe Dan, but would they be accurate? There are long stretches of time where I don't personally see Dan, so theoretically, he could have been killing people whose bodies haven't been found yet. Dan Raymond, possible serial killer? We know the facts. In 2009, Avatar became the highest grossing film to date, but Dan Raymond was nowhere to be seen. How could there be zero proof he viewed this movie if everyone went to see it? One theory is that Dan was trafficking illegal drugs across one or several borders while Avatar was in theaters. Dan Raymond, tall drug trafficker? His lack of social skills suggests so, but could that be a ruse? In the 17 years that I've known Dan, he's come off as a real idiot, just a pathetic moron, can't tell his ass from a toaster kind of guy, the type of a face that you want getting frostbit, you're <laughs> a scumbag. So, no, I don't think it's a ruse, he's too stupid for that. Dan Raymond, too stupid for a ruse? We know he wouldn't let our camera crew follow him into the bathroom and look at his penis. We tried going into the bathroom with him, but he kept shoving us out and trying to shut the door. Do you think it might be because he had children in there? Hey, with Dan, anything's possible, you know? Dan Raymond, secret Catholic priest. Dan's not currently registered to run for any elected position in the county where he lives. Is that because he knows he'll lose? Losers lose. That's all I'm gonna say on it. But yes, Dan would definitely lose if he ran for water council or some shit like that. Dan Raymond. Does he think he could run for water council? We don't think so. And neither should you. Vote Veronica Mendez for water council instead of writing in Dan Raymond. Paid for by the committee to keep Dan Raymond off the water council. Chapter 2. The Search for the Wicked Witch Dorothy, her dog Toto, the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, the Lion, and the beginnings of an infected axe wound found themselves walking west to the land of the Winkies where they were to find and kill the Wicked Witch through magnificent flower fields of Oz grown so thick in places as if carpeting the ground. There were big yellow and white and purple blossoms with great clusters of scarlet poppies so brilliant in color they almost dazzled Dorothy's eyes. Roar, rise, razzled, Dorothy. Eh, almost. There was no road leading west from the Emerald City, for as the doorman farmer at the gates of the Emerald City had put it, No one ever wishes to go that way. Then how are we supposed to find the Wicked Witch? That'll be easy, the doorman had replied. When you're in the land of Winkies, she will find you. <laughs> he said Winkies. <laughs> hey, that's what they're called. Yeah, that witch will find you and make you all her slaves, just like she did with the Winkies. <laughs> Knock it off. It's serious. Uh, then call him something else. As the Emerald City grew further behind them, the fields of flowers and grass became rough hills under their feet, where no houses nor trees nor shade were to be found. Now this was done by no mistake, for the Wicked Witch of the West wanted nothing obstructing her view of who entered her land. From the doorway of her castle, she kept a watchful eye, which was also her only working one, but powerful as a telescope, over the Winkies and their... <coughs> Winkies. But she kept a watchful eye and saw Dorothy and her band of band members march into her lands. Eye of Newt and Thyroid Gland, who are they to enter my land? 
<laughs> Flying monkey? Yes, my witch. God, Jesus, stand back. My eye is like a telescope. You scared the shit out of me that close. Sorry, I can stand back here against the wall. That's good. Stay there. Ooh, that's cold. What is this, stone? Don't move around. I'm really zoomed in with this eye, and it's making me nauseous. Okay, I'll stand perfectly still. Stay there. Now, there are trespassers in my land. Send the great wolves to tear them to pieces. You don't want to enslave them? A scarecrow, a man made of zinc, a girl and her dog, and a lion with a superficial arm cut are not fit to work. So have the wolves tear them apart. It'll be funny to me. <laughs> I could just tell them to leave. I want blood and pain. As you command. And so the flying monkey, monkey and farmer with flying wings who dressed like a sort of bellhop for some reason, flew down to the castle's kennels and released the wolves. But being wolves, they didn't understand his commands and ran amok, ripping apart terrified and helpless little Winkies whose only crimes were carried. Where did they run from? Uh-oh, this isn't good. Stop eating my children! The flying monkey returned to the witch at once and told her of the misfortune. I know, look at them go. Teeth work wonderfully at making Winkies hurt. Don't I know it? But there's still the matter of the trespassers. How do you wish to deal with them? Sending the black bees. Their stingers should make quick work of them if they're allergic. Otherwise, they'll have more ouchie boo-boos than they ever could have imagined. <laughs> you want me to release bees? I mean, don't just release them. Tell them to sting those five. Show them what real suffering is. Okay, but this was the problem with the wolves. They don't understand. Release the bees at once. As you command. And so the flying monkey flew to the castle apiarist and farmer with the evil witch's demands to release the black bees. Are you out of your fucking mind? It's what the witch wants. I don't care. It's the middle of a honey season. What do you want me to do? It's what she wants. I have orders. I have orders. Nine shipments go out today. I've got a backlog a mile long. Okay, okay. There's people walking towards us from the Emerald City. The wolves didn't work. This is where we're at. I don't know what else to tell you. It's not my problem. I have a job to do, enslaved or not. So you can take your orders and shove them up your... Is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. Good. Release the bees. Okay, bees, go sting the intruders to the east. Fly, fly. The flying monkey found out that day why bees are called the wolves of the insect world, as they too don't understand commands. He returned to the witch's doorway, epipen in hand, and jabbed its life juice into his thigh as he recounted his tale of woes. Ow, ow. So, yeah, I opened the door and they started stinging. Yes. I can see them, even though they're small and distant because of my telescope eye. I like how they're going after that child down there. Someone kill me! I can't take this anymore! But that still doesn't deal with my intruder problem. Ooh, what if we send the crows this time? Crows? Yes, they can pick their eyes out and tear their flesh apart. You're not paying attention. None of this is working. Plus, they have a scarecrow. The crows aren't going to go anywhere near them, and then they're going to have more dead Winkies to resurrect next golden half moon. Oh, I suppose you're right. I bet even if the crows realized it was just a straw man, they'd fly at him one by one, and he'd catch them and snap their necks. Is that really in the book? Yes. That's metal as fuck. I suppose we could fly out there and confront the group before they get any further. My army of flying monkey farmers are at the ready, my witch. An excellent idea I had. So be it. We shall fly out there and just kill them ourselves. <laughs> just like the good old days of my right flying monkey. We shall make ours great again, one violent attack at a time, my witch. Now let's fly. Whee! Flying monkey farmers, assemble! <laughs> <laughs> 
The flock of monkeys flocked east, carrying the witch like a baby, towards Dorothy and her companions, who had now ventured so long, Dorothy decided it was time for a siesta on the dusty, cracked dirt with the scarecrow as shade. Incest happens in the animal world. It's just a fact. Six pages of silence, and that's the, that's the first thing you say, Scarecrow. That's disgusting. It's true, though. Tell him, Ryan. Now, don't bring me into this. Oh, my God. It's not weird. It's my point. Weird is subjective. Just stand there and make shade for the girl and her dog. Hey, what about me? Sunlight is good for flesh wounds. Roro, right after Bree. Lingo pee, Toto. Rao, I need something to pee on. Don't pee on me, I'll rest. Or me, I'll stain my hay. I'm sorry, do we really have to make the case to not get peed on? Better safe than sorry. Oh my! Who are you? And why are you dressed like bellhops? I am the Wicked Witch of the West. The Revil Run? Evil is subjective. Like incest being weird. Exactly. Wait, what? So why are you here? Are you going to enslave us? Because I didn't even want to be here. They made me come with. They made me. I'm a victim. Silence. You are trespassers on my stolen land. And now you will suffer the consequences. Oh, please don't enslave us. Deal. Oh, what a relief. She read me nervous for a reckon. Instead, I'm going to have you suffer and die for my amusement. <laughs> Flying monkey. Yes, witch. Have your monkey boys rip that scarecrow apart. No, no, please stop it. <laughs> Take that lion back to the castle for skinning and rugging and drop this metal man from some rocks from high above. And as for the girl, she and her dog will be my servants for the rest of their lives. Well, that sounds like enslavement, though. Right, you read you wouldn't. Well, I changed my mind. Now come here, dog. I want to pick you up. Oh, dear. Whatever shall we do to get out of this? I know what I'd do. I'd throw water on her and see if she'd rust. Oh, if only we had water. There you are, little dog. Let me hold you up to my face so I can inspect you. The witch held Toto up by the shoulders in front of her eye to get a good look without invoking any nausea. But as she positioned Toto this way, Dorothy formulated an ingenious idea, one that she decided deserved a phony lead-in. Water? Toto! Pee! No! Okay. Ah, disgusting stuff! Oh, it's in my mouth. Oh, oh. But Toto didn't stop even after the witch dropped him, leaving a small trail behind him as he returned to Dorothy and soaked her dress a bit. It burns! Why does it burn? Ow! Dorothy, look! The witch is melting! She knows, Lion. We all know. We're watching. Same as you. I'm melting! I'm melting! Jesus, fuck. Is there an echo in here or something? We know! Avenge me! Well, guess that's over. You folks have yourself a good evening. We're going to go tell the Winkies they're free and they should change their name. Well, good. It's quite soon. Farewell, travelers. Well, bye, Mom. Well, 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 yeah. See you well, around, well, I guess. Well. That's weird, right? They were just going to kill us, and then that's it. They fly away. Weird is subjective. Well, that reminds me. Where's Scarecrow? I'm over here. I think he's over there. And the Scarecrow was over there, right where he said he would be. But his hay lay away, scattered about the ground as if thrown in a fit of rage by non-flying monkeys. Scarecrow! What did they do to you? First they came for my legs and they threw them over there. Then they came for the communists and threw them over there. Well, we'll get you right as rain in a moment. Not rain. Never rain. All right, fine. Write us something that won't rust the tin man. Now, everyone, get to work, and then we can start our walk back. The tin man supervised as Dorothy, Toto, and the lion collected the scarecrow's hay and stuffed him up as best they could. Their journey back to the Emerald City 
they remarked to one another, was as eventful as their departure had been, only this time in reverse. When they arrived at the Emerald Gates once again, the Tin Man braced his companions behind him and stepped forward. Stand back. I know what to do. That's what I did the first time. That's why I was so certain. Who goes that? Well, pinch my nipples and call it a surprise. I didn't think I'd ever see you lot again. We did a D, now let's in. You didn't do it. I remember. The extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile witch of the West is dead. Now open these gates so we can see the great Oz at once. I need to see a surgeon. This gas is getting worse. This paw doesn't even work anymore. It's getting green. Everything here is green. It'll fit right in. Enter. Oh, man. I thought he'd say it again. Dorothy and her fellowship entered the Emerald City once again, but this time, to a hero's welcome, if no one knew what the hero had done, the little green shops along the green marble street had closed for the day, with many residents, young and old, in their best green clothing, gathering at the village square for a vicious dogfight. Oh, can anyone enter a dog in the fights? Row, row away. Come back tomorrow. And here we are again, the place of Oz. I don't expect you'll tip this time either. Uh, are we supposed to tip? Good people do. Yeah, I think we're good how things are, so you can just scram there, I'll pipsqueak. Fine. You all want to be pieces of shit? Go ahead. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you! It's called common courtesy! It's your job! It's your job, you pathetic fuck! Fucking jackasses. We didn't even ask you to take us here. We could have found it ourselves. Yeah? Find this yourself. The doorman threw up a finger I won't bring myself to name and stormed back to his post at the gate, mumbling to himself about certain generations and laziness and the economy the whole way. Okay, it was his middle finger. What a Risa Rip. You're telling me. Who was that? Pathetic babies, that's who. What a turd head. Jesus Christ, some people, I tell you. All right, let's just get inside, get our wishes, and get out of here. They entered the Palace of Oz through the entrance, where they suddenly, yet expectedly, found themselves indoors. Oz now sat on his throne at the far end of his throne room, his curtain pushed away to see the computer's monitor and the kitchen it displayed. You've returned. How could this be? Did you not meet the witch? We did, said Dorothy. Scarecrow justified incest, and then she and some monkeys appeared. And they were about to kill us and enslave Dorothy when the dog peed on her face and melted her. It was incredible, and I'm technically right. I don't feel so good. Right? Rinky's dead. Uh, the lion's dead? Hey, might not have been the best thing for an arm wound, but then again, I don't have a brain, and apparently I'm not getting one, so I want to know, would I? And you're still not getting one. So, I have your landmines over there in the crate by the door. That one? Yes, the only crate. Actually, leave me your axe as well. Yeah, uh, that's fine. Uh, great. See you guys. Nice meeting you, Debbie. Dorothy. Oh, shit. These are heavy. Well, that's one down. I did change my mind about the lion, but it seems that took care of itself. It certainly did. The witch was going to make him into a rug, but it looks like his skin is beyond saving. Quite the shame. Well, I've dispatched for Inspector Proror to look into the Munchkin murders. He's recovered handsomely from being shot on his vacation in Japan a few years back. Good. I was wondering how he was doing. He even says he knows who's behind the Munchkin murders and plans a big reveal when he arrives. Was it that second Munchkin to speak that said he'd seen blood before? Precisely. That was my guess as well. I robbed that from the regretting. Smart dog you are. <laughs> And so that brings us to our final request, which is... Honey, I'm back! Said a decrepit old woman on the monitor screen, weaving back and forth in front of the sink as she struggles to maneuver her mobility scooter around the kitchen table. There was more than I thought that came out. Now your father's in there trying to unclog the toilet. Hey, Mom, give me a second, okay? Are those your friends, dear? Yes. Sort of. Oh, we're not friends. Listen, Mom. When are you coming home again, Ozzy? We haven't seen you in a while. 
growing up. Yeah, that's why I skyped you. There was a peacock on TV today. I paused it for you, son. Okay, Mom. And your cousin Gracie died. She had a cameo in an ISIS video. Mom, listen, I figured out a way to get home, and I'm bringing this young girl I've adopted. Adopted? Home? Are you not from Oz? Uh, no. But your name is Oz, and the land is Oz. Oh my god, that's just a coincidence. How many times do we have to go over this? Are you not a wizard? Where are you from? Nebraska. These people called me a wizard after one card trick, and it was easier to go with it. Did you say something, dear? Y- yes, Mom. Listen, she's got a dog, too, so the bed's going to be tight with all four of us and a dog, but we'll make it work. I want my own red. Oh, I didn't agree to any of this. Do you want to get out of here or not? I'll go if she won't. I could use a little spooning right about now. Oh, I'll go, but you better drop me off in Kansas at my A&M's farm. Ugh, if there's time. Mom, I gotta go. I'll see you in a few days. I forgot to tell you. Your cousin Greystock. Oz turned his computer off and hacked to bits with the Tin Man's axe. There. Won't need that anymore. Why not? Because, my dear friend, we're leaving forever and I can't figure out how to delete the search history. My dear, if you'll follow me this way. Oz beckoned Dorothy and Toto to follow him through a door on the side of the Great Hall. But Dorothy paused to give the Scarecrow a proper goodbye. I suppose this is it, Scarecrow. Be good. Don't do anything Dan Raymond would do. I won't, Dorothy. I may not have a brain, but even I can tell my ass from a toaster. We're not saying something. And goodbye, Toto. I think I'll miss you most of all. I'm coming with you. Oh, that's right. Will you hurry the fuck up? Oh my, I'd better go. Take care of yourself, Scarecrow. Dorothy and Toto ran to the door where Oz had disappeared and entered to find themselves in a large silo-like room where Oz began inflating a hot air balloon with hot air in the balloon part. Is this your plan? A hot air balloon? You have a better idea? Oz is surrounded by an impassable desert. This is our only shot. Yeah, that should be enough. Climb in. Is it safe? How does it steer? Wind. Just get in. As Oz began untying the basket, the rope stretched tight against the pull of the balloon. No, there has to be another way. This is what I got. It's now or never, Dorothy. Get in. Fine. I suppose I'll... Wait! Where are you going? Oh, no. It's taking off without you. Run back. Run it around. Oh, shit. Now what do we do? I guess we could ask the good witch right to Scooby-Dooby-Doo. I guess. I'll have to find a long way back. I don't want to pass the scarecrow and I have to explain all this. I already said goodbye. Dorothy and Toto made their way back through the palace and left the Emerald City for the land of the munchkins where they'd first come to Oz. They ducked through the cornfield where the scarecrow had now returned to his post. Dorothy, are you there? I thought you left. We had a whole goodbye. I can smell you, Dorothy. Don't ignore me! And the pair made their way back to the end of the yellow brick road in the center of the Munchkin's village. Hey, she's back. Did you talk to the wizard? We need to know who the killer is. Is the good witch still around? I need to ask her something. It's quite urgent. Why, I'm right here, dear. What is it you wish to ask me? I'm always happy to help. Oz found a way to get me home to Kansas and out of Oz, the land. But I missed my chance, and now I don't know what to do. Well, I told you those silver crocs I gave you to wear could make you travel anywhere you wish. Why don't you just use those? You never said that. I did. You did it. I 
did. I said they'd make you look presentable and you could fast travel with them. I don't recall you ever saying that, and it could have saved us an awful lot of trouble. Well, you can be as wrong as you wish. But if you click the heels together three times and wish to be somewhere, when you open your eyes, you'll find yourself there. So I have to close my eyes? Yes. Both of them? Yes. And will Total come with me if I hold him? Yes. Well, all right, I suppose. Come here, Toto. Okay, let's see. Three times? Three. Okay. One, two... Wait, what about the murders? Oh, uh, that one's the killer. You'll never take me alive! Three! I wish I was in Oz's basket! Huh? Why wouldn't you just wish to go, huh? And the next moment, when Dorothy opened her eyes, she found herself indeed in the basket of a hot air balloon with Toto and Oz, who nearly fell over from fright while peeing over the edge. Jesus, fuck these! Where did you come from? It was magic! Toto and I- No, no, you need to get out! We're too heavy! You can't be in here! What? It's too much weight! It's out or else we'll crash! Stop shopping! Rebel, Rebel! Oh, don't push me over the basket! You can't do this! Oh! Dorothy sat straight up in a sweat, finding herself in her bed, back in her Aunt Em's one-room home in Kansas. Catch your breath, Dorothy. You were having a nightmare. I was. What did I just say? That tornado threw you pretty hard. You've been asleep for nearly a day. Dorothy looked around the room. Her Aunt Em was joined by her Uncle Henry, the farmhands, and even Elmira Gulch, all worried for the young Dorothy's recovery. It felt so real, this magical world of Oz. You were there, and you three, and even you, Elmira. Not you, Uncle Henry, for some reason. There were munchkin people being murdered, and, and, and a boy who's going to step on landmines, and, and monkeys that flew, and, and witches, and Toto melted one with his pee. Speaking of Toto, where is he? I'm afraid your little dog didn't make it. The tornado threw him in the ground pretty hard. Talk about a rough landing. <laughs> Quiet, you. Oh, it's too bad. I was gonna gut that dog alive for what it did to me. And I'd have the law on my side, too. Fuck off, Elmira. Fine. Why don't you keep resting, Dorothy? I'll check on you in a bit for some supper. That sounds great, Aunt Anne. Thanks. How is she, Doctor? The pills are worsening her mental state, General. She thinks she was in some magic land all day with witches and monkeys and boys with landmines. Claimed the nurses and orderlies were with her. Look, I thought things were bad when she created this Kansas fantasy, but this is getting out of control. What about her skin? Is she disappearing? The military's paying you a lot of money to test to see if this experimental drug can make soldiers invisible. I know, General, but this is what's happening. None of the trials have made anyone translucent. The patient's only ever development is hyperpsychosis, and it's happening again. That's not good enough! Keep trying and don't give up until you figure out the right formula! General, is it worth it to keep destroying innocent lives? Testing on people without consent who don't know any better just to see what happens? Yes! Fair enough. I'll prepare the room for the next trial. And so Dorothy's journey came to a conclusion streets of Philadelphia, to a secret government test facility in Nevada, to Oz and back, and finally to a shallow pit behind a secret government test facility in Nevada, Dorothy learned to always follow her heart, even during a tornado. End chapter two. Hi, I'm attorney Peter Francis Jersey of the Jersey Boys. Have you or someone you know been a victim of Dan Raymond? Has he ever made you uncomfortable with his meager attempts at small talk or the way he looks at you out of the side of his eye sometimes even? Dan was behind me in line one time at the penis enlargement store. All upset or something, he still couldn't find more than the tip. I, I don't know, I, I didn't care and he wouldn't shut up. But Peter Francis Jersey was there for me and helped me sue for 1.7 million. Dan Raymond is not an easy man to tolerate. Eye contact with him can be like a surprise fart to the pupil. 
I was set up on a blowing date with Deanne a few years back, and he shows up, and he's like, oh, hey. And then he's just looking at me with his dumb glasses and regular guy hair, like some idiot who can't tell his ass from a toaster. With Peter Francis Jersey's help, I won $560,000. Filing for Chapter 7 bankruptcy has never been easier. But enough chit-chat. Dan Raymond is a menace and must be stopped. I saw Dan one time take a hammer and chase these kids through a school with it, and he cornered one of these kids and scared the kids so bad, the kid died. It was just a dream I had. But Peter Francis Jersey got me 850k. The results speak for themselves. Any interaction with Dan could get you a large court-ordered payday. Dan Raymond is a piece of shit. I got 2.9 million dollars. Don't wait. Call today for a free consultation back rub in one of our state-of-the-art Dan-free pods of teamwork, friendship, and accountability, sponsored by Carbondo's Pizza. Dan used to come into Carbondo's once or twice a week for human interaction since no one wants to talk to him. But he started scaring away the regulars, talking about the computer he built and then something to do with the penis enlargement store. So we partnered with Peter Francis Jersey to make Dan sadder. And we will make him sadder, guaranteed. Don't delay. Make Dan Raymond pay today, okay? Okay. Dr. Raymond Pants, Books on Tape on Demand, is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.